I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, yo, J-A-Y, I flow sick. Fuck all y'all haters blow dick. I spit the game for those that throw bricks. Money cash hoes, money cash chicks. What? Sex, murder, and mayhem, romance for the street. Only wife of mine is a life of crime. And since life's a bitch and many skirts and big chests, how can I not flirt with death? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Sunday. Yes, yes, y'all. Football Sunday. Walking Dead Sunday and Almost Human. Almost Human comes on Mondays now, right? Oh, well, then why did it come on Sunday last week? It was it, it was a two-part premiere, baby. Oh, my bad. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Sunday, Boardwalk Empire Sunday, you know. Um, but uh, it's all good, man. No guests today. Mm-mm. Just you and I. Just you and me, baby. Mm-hmm. Discussing stuff. Kicking it old school. Mm-hmm. Taking it back to the to the motherland. <laughs> yes. As it would, uh, podcasting. Um, of course, uh, you can check it out, theblackouttips.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, The Blackout Tips. Uh, you know, you might want to be in a chat room every once in a while. You never yes. know when fabulous prizes will be given away. Yes, we had a good time. Felt yesterday. like Oprah yesterday. You get a cup. I know. You get a glass. Yes, we had a a good time and it behooves you to be here with us and join us live and especially with the feedback show because me and Roger talked about it. a lot of people skip it because I don't want to hear what them niggas say but it's just one of those things where the feedback show is very special to me and Roger because all the content is you guys and it means a lot that you leave reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and and um let us know how much you love us, how much you support us, your thoughts about the show, be it you agree or disagree with us. So that that's kind of our way of telling you, just thank you for supporting the show. Plus, it was fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Got, got a lot of good tanks on uh, on uh, song titles and artists. Yeah, they felt that pressure, boy. Mm-hmm. That pressure was real. I'm like, all right, we definitely have to do that again at some point. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, also, you know, we were on other people's shows last week and stuff. Karen, uh, was on a couple shows. You were on Beating the Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you were Stays Crunchy and Milk, but it's not out yet, right? No, it's not out. It'll be out in three, four months. Um, <laughs> also, we were on, um, Gaming and Then Some podcast, uh, with Sterling, um, and his brother, um, last night, and I think that's already out. Um, and of course, Ages of Shield cast, uh, I'll be putting a post out with all the guest spots up, uh, in the next couple of days. But, um, just a way, you know, in case you guys want more extra Rod and Karen. We also did two spoiled movie reviews yesterday. Um, I had JL Covan and Chris, and, uh, we did the spoiled movie review for The Counselor, the very controversial movie, The Counselor, that is getting widely panned and, uh, praised at the same time. Um, and we did a spoiled movie review for Thor the dark world so mm-hmm. i was on that one yeah and it was fun um and uh what else was i gonna say well the blackouttips.com go to the about section that's where you get all the contact info that's where you can keep up with uh how to get in contact with us um you can leave us also five star reviews on itunes and stitcher radio we appreciate the people that do that we read all of those on the show regardless of content um and that's always awesome when you guys do that um you can also subscribe you can become a premium member you can become a subscriber to the website we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that because uh that's what keeps the pirate ship ship afloat yes sir as adam carolla would say um and uh it's definitely 
um you know something that that gives us leeway to be able to do something like giveaway prizes and shit like that yeah we have i i really can't express enough how much fun we had mm-hmm. and just so y'all know this is not something we're gonna be doing all the time so you know a lot of people are gonna be disappointed when they show up and be like i wasted the time to show up and ain't get with nothing for free <laughs> right so you know it's just one of them things where we just want to pay the people to consistently come yeah or uh, just you know have some fun with them man um, yes and uh let's see what else i was gonna say oh today's podcast is brought to you by a couple of sponsors let me find some sexy sexy music what was my i think i just was playing a sexy song not too long ago wasn't i um let me see oh you know what man where'd where, where my sexy song go what the fuck did you have it all queued up you know what we're just gonna do it like this for so long and I just don't know why you continue to do me the way you want to do me I checked your cell phone and I saw a number I don't know to see called on there so something tells me either your mama done changed the number or you cheating <laughs> fellas <laughs> and ladies are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or an adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamEve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off of just about any item. You'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not cheating, guys. You're going by the rules. Yes, you are. When you look at one dildo and you look at your brand new one and you have to sit the other one to the side, but you let them know, I'm coming back to you. Mm-hmm. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that's so sensual, I can't even mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT when you go check out. And what you do, you get your three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. That's code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. But I'm pretty sure your dildo will last more than 2,000 minutes. Mm-hmm. I should know. It lasts more than 2,000 minutes. Uh, depending on the quality and which one you get, spend big. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, you oh, half I'm, off, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't buy low grade mm-hmm. vibrators. You know, I, I put mine to the works and even mm-hmm. the ones that I do get, I burn out. So it's worth the, the extra money to get the half off. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, guys, you can also go to tweakedaudio.com and get 33% off of some discreet earbuds that you can put in your ear while you're at work or, uh, at the gym or, you know, wherever you like to listen to your podcast and your music, you get your 33% off. But in addition to that, you also get free shipping and it comes with a lifetime guarantee. They have a wonderful selection of various discreet earbuds for you, different colors. You know, I would get the color to match my skin. So when people look, they won't even know that I'm over there partying, listening <laughs> to a podcast when I'm supposed to be working, guys. That's, you know, think ahead. 
um but different shape sizes they even have some that come with like mics that you can use for your phone like well if you have a smartphone device you can hook up to it um so yeah tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt save at that 33 percent get that lifetime warranty it's worth it you know it's christmas time send it to your your family members you know mm, you yeah, got, they get it quick you got family members that like to go out jogging like to you know like to listen to shows at work you're putting them on to the podcast maybe uh they can use some nice earbuds with a lifetime guarantee uh so uh thank you guys who uh take advantage of these deals yes thank you um all right man let's get right into the show um uh uh, we went to ABC store the other day, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was cool, you know. Like uh, we went to go see uh, Catching Fire, the yes. uh, latest in the Hunger Games movies, and and I enjoyed that movie. By the way, in mm-hmm. case you guys are going to go watch it, I thought it was better than the first, and I actually enjoyed the first. Mm-hmm. I thought it was better than the first, and the way that it ended, I was like, you know what? The next one, I you know, I think the next one is going to be really good. Mm, the way they ended this joint yeah it, it was that hot fire you know you you sitting up there like uh okay when are we gonna you know when are we gonna do this y- you know and the way they ended it i was mm-hmm. like i i really thought we was going to continue on i don't know if that makes sense like because i enjoyed the movie so much that you didn't realize like what was it the two hours whatever whatever had went past and the way it ended i looked like huh we're we, we not going to the capital uh, uh, i don't understand this mm-hmm yeah um so uh i just thought that that was uh that was crazy because it was so many um you know it was, it was just a good movie mm-hmm. so but but before i went to the movies i said you know i would like to get a little bit um inebriated <laughs> so yeah. i was like let's go to um abc store uh for people that aren't from north carolina abc store is basically where they sell our hard liquor in North Carolina. You have to go to the ABC stores, government regulated, closes at nine. It's not open on Sunday. So you got to plan ahead, you know? Oh yeah. They be jumping on, uh, f- uh, uh, Friday nights and Saturdays. Most ABC stores be jumping and before major holidays. Yeah. ABC stores for people that are serious about their commitment to alcohol. You need to plan ahead, guys. Yeah. Because at our stores here, I might, might vary from state to state. Certain hard liquors you just can't buy at the grocery store. And like, mm-hmm. you know, you get your wine and your beer. But like, if you want like your moonshine and your vodka and all that type stuff, you got to go to the ABC store. So uh, we go into the ABC store, and of course, people that watch the show live, follow me on Twitter and all this stuff, know that I have uh, you know changed my appearance a bit with this beard and stuff. Yes. So we go get like some moonshine, and we get uh, some mini bottles um of some type of grape vodka oh that shit's delicious mm-hmm. well it's not with a b bacardi maybe yeah because yeah, it got the bat on it. ain't that uh bacardi with the yeah. bat yeah okay that was delicious so we get like some bacardi the mini bottles like 20 of those little like Tiny airplane bottles. bottles of alcohol um and we go to check out and while we're in line the lady's like can i see some id and you know i had this new epic beard and you're lucky 45 <laughs> but she i think she was literally talking to me yeah i don't agree that i look like i'm 45 but um I'm just so I, I had Tough this new crowd. beard and um they was like uh the lady was like so um uh can i see some id so and i'm paying for it mm-hmm. so i go pull out my id and she's like uh 
like cuban being my id like she wasn't even looking at me <laughs> i told you that's and why then she started looking at karen real hard and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and she was like uh you know looking at her and karen said do you need to see my id too um and she was like uh yeah i need i need to see your id too and she looked at it and we're the same age so then she yeah, took that, it in and gave it back yeah because at first she was like Mm-mm, i can't see through that plastic yeah <laughs> she yeah she's like i she, need to see i need to see the birth she date she was cuban being harsh case some shit is fake i need to feel it right so then she you know saw that we were the same age and shit and then she let me buy my bed my uh, alcohol did she think you kidnapped me and uh, we were walking out to the car and i got in the car and i thought about it and i was like that woman thought i was a pedophile like that's exactly what that was she just yeah. thought that i was a pedophile and because she wasn't even friendly after that you know what i mean like karen's extremely friendly so mm-hmm. she would be nice to, you know if someone's gonna be nice to somebody they It'd would be, be nice me. to karen but yeah. you know i don't know if she just didn't believe that the uh age was right on the thing or ah! if she felt embarrassed that she accused me of being a pedophile in front of everybody like that or what but it was and, fucking weird and i told you i know I, I joke about how you look older but this is one of the things but when people see that beard they just they just assume i mean i i don't i don't i at least i don't think i look like really really super duper young but it's just one of those things where she's seen your beard and she was like hmm i wonder are these two really supposed to be together did he kidnap this child i don't know what was happening man but <laughs> i was oh, no, what was happening i was very upset that that woman thought i was a pedophile in front of everybody like that man that's a ridiculous accusation to make um i don't even look like a pedophile it's like what kind of shit is this man is my new glasses or something like mm-hmm. these that pedophile glasses or i told you, you know dog. pedophiles don't have beards we cover the fucking stories on the show constantly you'll never see pedophiles with these fucking beards like this man they can't be leaving facial hairs at the scenes of the crimes yeah it was old black lady too man she wasn't giving me no credit like, oh yeah the- she didn't even look like i expected her to at least look at the age and brighten up like oh my bad y'all mm-mm no, it didn't happen like that. The only thing you was missing was the old pedophile rape van who happens to be back at the scene. I guess they back at home for a bit. Gave the kids a break from the raping. Yeah, I don't know. I should have been like, I should have been like, come on, get in the car. Like, I know, I know, and yanked me real hard. Grab you by the neck. Go, get in the car. Hurry up. And the police had been out there halfway down the road. Mm-hmm. Cause she had her eye on it. She probably watched us all the way out the door. Yeah, that was, that was the worst um but yeah she definitely thought i was a pedophile um and thought i was 12 did you know michelle obama was on 106 in park last week for real mm-hmm, last friday what reasons did she have to do that i think i think kanye west is right that michelle obama and president obama going after their demographic man they like you know kanye been doing all these tours talking shit about the president and I think the president and them sending a message back like, man, we don't give a fuck about Kim Kardashian and you. We bigger than y'all. We could do 106 apart. We just don't want to. We above it. True. You know, and I think that was her message was like, I'm going to go on 106 apart and show you what it looked like when a real queen is on there. And I don't, yeah. I don't think he liked it. No, she was like, if I, she was like, when you go on 106 apart, that's cute. When mm-hmm. I go on one assisted pod, secret services in that motherfucker and they shut the shit down. Like, it is not the same. Can't nobody be within the 10 mile radius of mm-hmm. 106 o'clock while I'm in this bitch. Yeah, I, I really believe it, man. It was, uh, it was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. watching, you know, just. And the, and the youth love her. So, you know, I mean, and why can't you love both? Why, why we got the pick, Kanye? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, thought it was phenomenal though, but I was glad, you know, to see that she, uh, 
took it to where they live man because mm-hmm. you know kanye and kim been getting a little too comfortable talking shit about the president and you know the 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 president and talking too much about the first lady and uh somebody need to say something so i'm glad she went on 106 and park and showed them that you know this ain't shit Mm-mm. like like i you know i'm i'm coming through here on my off time like you know did i don't have to be here mm-hmm. you you know she she has that um jay-z my presence is, is a present mm-hmm. my you know better you know baby girl i just showed up like and you know and she didn't even have to do an interview she could just walk through the building everybody oh she's here like she didn't even have to go on camera but yeah. she just opted to um but yeah so i just thought that was interesting um then we had a bunch of stories and stuff pop off since then um last night was a very interesting story uh apparently we got um iran to you know back up off of the nukes dog which uh is pretty major mm-hmm. um and of course since it happened on obama's watch uh people are already trying to downplay it like it ain't a big deal of course you know um, they've been working on this for a while like what about that the healthcare website and it's like uh nigga we've been talking about nuclear disarmament for Please. fucking decades at this point yes we have but y'all gonna keep and be this shit uh i think i have a news report on it let me see if i can play it well, after 10 years of intensive negotiations, it seems that diplomacy has finally paid off. What we have is a deal that world powers say is a first step towards preventing Iran from building a nuclear weapon. The details are still sketchy, but it seems that the key obstacles to an agreement have been overcome, not least Iran's insistence about what it believes to be its right to enrich uranium be formally recognized. This is something that's been resisted in particular by the United States. But speaking at a joint news conference with his Iranian counterpart after the deal was signed, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry denied there had been a climb down. Take a listen. Let me be clear. This first step does not say that Iran has a right to enrichment. No matter what interpretive comments are made, it is not in this document. Well, that's not how the Iranian foreign minister interpreted the deal. Iran will be permitted under this agreement to continue to enrich uranium uh, to a low level at two facilities in the country, effectively recognizing the Iranian program. Take a listen to what the foreign minister had to say. We believe that the current agreement, uh, the current plan of action, as we call it, in, in two distinct places, uh, uh, has a very clear reference to the fact that Iranian uh, enrichment program will continue and will be a part of any agreement now and in the future. So a compromise then, making way for a deal that is the most significant with Iran for a decade and which could have far-reaching consequences, not just for the spread of nuclear weapons in the Middle East, but also for the relationship between Iran and the United States mm-hmm uh he did that mm-hmm. um why everybody was you know doing opinion polls about obamacare he was over taking care of uh wrapping up the 10 year long negoc- has been fired paul martin oh, wait, was the subject of numerous shut up uh <laughs> 10 million like a 10 a 10 year long uh peace talks you know what i mean um uh, issue that people have had 
you know for decades literally that where it's been like this is impossible something that he called by the way when he first ran for office when he said that he would be diplomatic he would he would basically use his words and talk to 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 spread diplomacy to get goodwill for the american interests throughout the globe and was roundly roasted by uh republican talking heads yeah and, like what well, won't you go out there and tell them motherfuckers but do it's like nigga do you not realize you can't just walk up in other countries and be like this is what we're gonna do god damn it because we america yeah senator john mccain was laughing at him and shit in the debates like he thinks you can just talk to him to, to the brown people is it crazy um and he was right again as he's been right so many times before um as he's called his shot so many times before when he said that you know if uh if he had uh actionable intelligence that uh he could get bin laden and he had to cross the border of pakistan he'd fucking do it and he did yes he did you know what i mean like uh you know when when he ended the war in iraq you know when he says hey we need to get all these troops home by a specific date uh like these are things that he said he would do and he did you know uh drastically reducing the troop count in uh afghanistan even um uh getting rid of uh don't ask don't tell like things that you know he said what happened under his watch that he was able to do even affordable health care getting passed was something they said they would not do and when you know literally half of the people in congress and the senate and stuff say that their job is to make sure this president fails Mm -hmm. they said that from the very very beginning the president that people voted for the president who people believed in the president who's plans and initiatives we wanted to all see passed that all the people that voted for him um when the half of the country uh basically decides or half of the politicians in the country decide we're going to do our best to derail this person we're going to put as many stopping stones as possible we're going to filibuster him 400 plus times come on now the most in president in any u.s uh, i mean in the u.s history right. and it's one of those things where they was hot whenever they was like you know what motherfuckers fuck y'all we're gonna pass it where y'all can't filibuster everything like we don't mind you filibustering but they was like god damn it you can't do it for every single solitary person that's put up here that, they yeah. was like you are abusing the system they're gonna when they basically said we're going to make sure that this uh president isn't successful they're also saying we're going to make sure that the american people aren't successful in the uh in getting the uh promises that were made from this president that the people voted for yeah we're going to make sure that what the american people wanted when they put this person in office does care. not get accomplished because fuck them it's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's that, what we want to do. Yeah, and, and, and it's one of those things where uh, a lot of times just me as just on the outside looking in, it becomes very frustrating. And I understand government is not a fast-moving system. Government has been slow. It's designed to be like that. And there are some, some, some pluses and minuses to moving slow. Don't get me wrong. But the problem I have is that if, if the general popu- if the general population voted somebody in and they wanted this shit to pass 
and a lot of the shit that he's bringing up are ideas and philosophies that you guys have bought up before but because he's saying it you go oh fuck it he's like but this is your idea fuck it it's your idea now fuck it i don't want it no more yeah and 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 in the long in the long run and the short run you're hurting the american people you um are doing things that are making people angry you even shut down the goddamn government and it's just one of those things where to me it's just unbelievable that you're willing to go to the to these extents i mean to this extent over um things that i understand that you don't agree with but I don't think it's worth all this. People weren't working. People didn't have a job. People don't have health care. People losing their jobs. And y'all like, you know, fuck all that. We're going to just stand here and just like not, not let shit move. I don't know. I, I don't I don't comprehend that logic. Yeah, they have a certain amount of people that believe in them that um, I think are suckers, that they really are suckering a ton of conservative people by making them think that this is what conservative politics is. Mm-hmm. Like we need to stop this president. He's the most liberal ever and just demagoguing this dude um in a in a ridiculous method that uh has these people so scared that they're not even thinking straight. You know, when no. they when they interview people that are like, I don't have a job, I get Medicaid and welfare and but, food stamps. Uh, but Obama needs to stop helping poor people. It's like, well, you're one of the people. Yes. And you don't even know that you're talking about yourself. Like you just have completely bought into this, um, Republican framing that, you know, it's a bunch of shiftless minorities, um, going around taking all of the fucking, uh, money from the government and, you know, the, the money that is your birthright basically um that uh that these minorities are getting their filthy hands on and it's like uh deep down you know deep down i really believe that a lot of them believe that shit um they they do they do and it's funny how uh a lot of uh because when it comes to the poverty and and poor and disenfranchised it affects all colors all race all populace of people and in our country, it's predominantly white. So honestly, it affects more white people as as a whole. It might affect uh, brown people as in a larger percentage of their demographic. Demographic, mm-hmm. but overall, it affects more white people than any other because you guys are a larger populace of the population. And it's one of those things where you literally vote against your own interests because you do this, and then you know you have like here in North Carolina, you have government saying, you know what? Fuck y'all. We're not paying into, into, um, unemployment where we pay a year and the government pay a year. We ain't gonna do that. We, we'd rather not refuse the government's help and cut unemployment to six months. Right. And then, okay, you lose your job, uh, because your company decides, decides to downsize. Not because you did nothing wrong. Not because you lazy. Not because you didn't come to show the work. Not because you got six, six, sixteen children, a baby mama, or a single parent. You know, you, you quote unquote, what we considered but when our country considered normal standard of married with children, you quote unquote did everything right. You did what you're supposed to. And in our country too, most of the jobs doing the, the massive, uh, uh, layoffs, a lot, uh, it affected, um, low, um, paying wages, but a lot of it was the middle and upper class that like never before. So a lot of these people with degrees and things like that start losing their jobs. Then when they go to unemployment, they're like, God damn, it's only six months. Yes, the fuck yes, because you voted these people in. 
the office that did this shit and you was all for it as long as it was some Negroes or some Latinos or some brown people or some people from another country that you didn't give a shit about but all of a sudden it affects you and now you have sympathy and empathy and you complain about how they should change the laws when a lot of times you vote against your own interests a lot of times because you're blinded by promises that you will never make most people would not be billionaires and millionaires most people don't have the the money and they're not in places that these republics are trying to uh, uh, are pushing for you want you don't own corporations you know and all this stuff so it's just one of those things where they have fooled you and tricked you enough to you really believe in this stuff regardless of if you would ever be in these situations you still believe that it's them niggas over there right and if you can distance people from the problems they won't believe in them being real issues so if you can keep people even if they're underemployed, by which I mean they're worth, say, $60,000, but they're making thirty. If you can keep them underemployed, they will actually accept that. And they will turn that bitterness and angry towards their fellow man uh, instead of, you know, whatever, you know, the situations are that got them in that. Um, mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to health care, you know, something that many Americans are still in denial about us yes. needing to overhaul because – most of them haven't actually experienced the deliberate, uh, the debilitating debt of a health crisis. That's right. And most people will experience one at some point, and then at that point, they'll realize how fucked up and how underinsured most of us are. Yes. How, how, how even, uh, like the most affordable insurance pretty much doesn't cover anything. Mm-mm. And while, uh, everyone's concentrated on how cheap the insurance number is, when you get your paycheck, they're not thinking about how astronomical the cost will be um, once you have to pay for something using that uh, very meager limit of uh, insurance that you have, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, they're not thinking about this idea of, like, what exactly does a lifetime, um, you know, spending ceiling look like for my insurance? What does a yearly spending ceiling look like for my insurance what yeah you know what i mean like what does it look like like how much does it cost if i have a stroke and go to the hospital Mm -hmm. what does that bill look like when i get out of there even with my insurance yes sir i'm probably still gonna end up bankrupt at some point and paying thousands of dollars because the the thing here is that 80 to 90 percent of most americans get insurance through their companies Mm. And a lot of t- people fail to realize the reason why most companies pay for insurance is, is because years ago, do I think like World War One, World War Two, one of them, the companies couldn't pay high wages. So to compensate for that, they gave people health care through the companies to compensate for them not paying high wages. And we just always have been like that. And there has been nothing to challenge that system. But as years went on and the cost began to get higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And then you have people that uh, don't pay insurance people that use the emergency room as insurance these are the problems that you have and because 80 to 90 percent of most americans get insurance through their insurance companies the average person has no goddamn idea how much shit costs they really don't like 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 they're actually shielded away from it because they know okay my insurance company picks up this much this is how much i pay but over time insurance companies have raised your rates and are now covering less and less and less and less so even if you have insurance you're paying quadruple what you would have paid years ago things that would have been covered a hundred percent right because i mean i don't want to you know i don't want to rehash the entire affordable health care thing no honestly problem. 
but yeah yeah of course you can't have a system where the number one thing that happens is no, people go bankrupt and can't pay yeah and and and, and that's no and, and i guess my thing is that people are very ignorant and because they're very ignorant politicians keep you can keep people blind and go with well, not you not you not you until they are smacked with a hundred thousand a million dollar a bill from the hospital from a few days stay yeah we're saying the same thing that's what i was saying earlier um but um the the point being um when it comes to this kind of stuff like i think if you keep people distance from their problems they don't think about it and they don't uh, and then the media also kind of keeps you preoccupied with shit that really doesn't matter in the big in the like of the things that are huge for uh the world getting health care is huge the website will work eventually i think so too you know and, what i mean yes. getting um getting uh you know a nuclear deal uh with iran when the option that the republican party was touting was literally going to war yes war. like world war three you know with a like if anything would incite someone to get a nuclear program off the ground and running and get armed and ready to kill it's uh the threat of war mm-hmm. it doesn't work the opposite way Mm-mm. you know it's like oh these motherfuckers with nukes want to kill us we need nukes um so um you know also they ended up getting the uh filibuster um uh rules changed mm-hmm. um, and, I'm, and, I, and to an mm-hmm. extent i'm glad they did this because it's just one of those things where it got abused so terribly bad mm-hmm. till it was like we got to do something you know mm-hmm. and i understand what they were saying to one day it's gonna be you yeah but it's one of things where do you honestly when we go back 15 20 years from now do you think they will ever have a president that got done like this i don't think so and i might be wrong mm. but i don't think they'll never have a president that get these many filibusters well now they won't because they changed the rule which i believe needed to happen because one of the reasons that they have this kind of stuff I, like i still believe that a lot of this is to take the american people for granted and get people um you know uh involved into the fighting of politics and i'll yes. talk about that in a second but um people really like to see the squabbling they like to see the oh they'll never get this passed they'll never get that passed. like they like to see that kind of infighting more so than they like to see progress um so it makes people feel like they have a dog in the fight that really should you know uh walk away like i true once once you lose at the election there should be uh that like once you once you lose an election there should be a certain amount of progress given to the side that won it's just it's, it's kind of like um i mean not only is it kind of childish but it's reckless like to to cut that, that that to to keep disrupting the will of the american people like it of the majority of american people is 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 fucking reckless we do have a democracy mm-hmm. and i think it threatens our democracy when one yes it does party can have a minority and completely bring everything to a halt because they pretty much are using any tactic possible mm-hmm. uh, there's no civility there it, in this in these politics there's no civility in the way that they're um working in the vitriol that they're spreading throughout the media so when you see these kind of things take place you know over our lifetimes you see it get worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. to me this is a big deal because we're never going to get the civility back i don't believe no but at least we can have it where 
these fools can't just disrupt everything and i'm okay like this is the thing that's funny as people go well what about when it happens to democrats we might have a republican president again at some point Republic- i'm actually okay with that yeah i'd rather like, move than just to be grinded to a fucking halt yeah i don't think the purpose of of um the government is to continue um to try to like halt any movement in any direction at all points in time i don't think that that's good for the country Mm-mm. so if, if the majority of americans say i want this other president person that's president or and obviously when i say majority you know i i understand that you know how the electoral electoral college works but for the purpose of this of this subject um when when the majority of people say this is what we want i i feel like people gotta fall back mm-hmm. even when i don't agree i'm like well shit this is what motherfuckers think they want yeah and and it's okay to not agree to repeal and all that stuff because that was make government run too but it's a difference between saying i disagree than saying i disagree so um much that i that you're not gonna be able to do nothing else even if it benefits the people because this particular one thing right here i'm just gonna stop you yeah now that's when they get ridiculous to me but yeah it was like a 60 vote requirement before and now they just it's just a simple majority um in the 100 member senate so you know if you can get i think like 51 or 52 people you, you can pass something now as opposed to 60 um so you know um and it still don't affect supreme court justice like it's certain things you still got to get the 60 on so right. i don't know why people act like everything just gonna run for you freely yeah but when you know they won't even let the dude appoint anybody Mm-mm. like it's just stupid at this point you can't even fucking get a judicial nomination through because motherfuckers are just like, I'm against this because it's him. Yeah, and you know like, what? It's, it's fucking stupid. And, and they said that they've asked them, like, why? They say a lot of them don't have problems with the person. A lot of times they feel like there's nothing wrong with the person. Even having a position, they yeah. go, well, I just because. Right. You're like, fuck you. So after these couple of things, you know, some of the accomplishments that I, you know, named, um, and there's, there's, there's more. Um, you can Google like, uh, Obama's, uh, Obama's accomplishments or something like that. Biggest accomplishments. And there's so many lists, um, of things that he's been able to do. Um, and, uh, you're still going to have people that are going to, um, be, you know, be upset or whatever. But the point being, uh, I don't think you can deny how much he's accomplished. Uh, but you're always going to have people that try no matter what. Yeah. Uh, such as this, the magazine GQ, which is apparently on everybody's shit list because of Kendrick Lamar's, uh, you know, his manager basically being like, uh, and the label owner being like, you know, this magazine basically did a bad job representing us. Well, guess why they're on my shit list now? Um, they put, they made a, a art, a article that is a list of the most influential people, uh, you know, going around. Dennis Rodman was at the top of the list uh, that no one wants to be on. He's been named GQ's number one least influential celebrity in 2013. The 52-year-old basketball player, a former <laughs> basketball player, who has visited Kim Jong-un in uh, North Korea, was selected as a top pick for the magazine's third annual list of least influential celebrities. The list also included Miley Cyrus, uh paula dean and barack obama president barack obama mm-hmm. as one of the least influential people least influential people. least influential 
are you for real Mm -hmm. mm-hmm uh the the magazine said obama came in at number 17 on the list because nothing gets done nothing um but you know that's the spin that people put on 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 shit man um like i said you can google these lists for yourself this is just from washington monthly they're they're top 50 and there's different versions of top 50 the people have different shit on their top 50 this is just the ones that they prioritize past health care reform past the stimulus which everybody fucking forgets uh you know and uh in hindsight everybody well maybe they shouldn't even have done it it's like uh yeah go back to those days you couldn't have not you couldn't have not done that no and no. even when it happened people thought it was going to be impossible to even get past and he did that past wall street reform uh ended the war in iraq draw down troops in afghanistan kill Osama bin laden turned around the u.s automotive industry uh recapitalized banks repeal don't ask don't tell top of momar gaddafi uh got yeah the egyptian uh president uh mubarak um the you know the part of the arab spring which all these things motherfuckers don't want to give give them no credit for you know what i mean uh improved america's image abroad reverse bush torture policies uh kick banks out of federal student loan program uh expel pell grant spending uh created race to the top um boosted fuel efficiency standards coordinated international response to financial crisis passed many stimuli began the asia pivot increased support for veterans tightened sanctions this is fucking three pages of shit um for a person that is the least influential past credit card reform that don't affect everybody created conditions to begin closing dirtiest power plants eliminated cash 22 and pay equality laws um yeah not to mention i believe uh didn't they just make it illegal to discriminate based on somebody's uh sexuality this this like this mm-hmm. month or last month somewhere around in there oh man protected two liberal seats in the u.s supreme court improved food safety system achieved new start treaty expanded national service expanded wilderness and watershed protection gave the fda power to regulate tobacco push federal agencies to be green leaders passed fair sentencing act like least influential i'm not saying you gotta agree with all this shit but least influential and 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 my thing is this Mm -hmm. i i think the thing that frustrates me is that the president of the united states of america is one of the least influential people word nigga word that that's what we gonna say we gonna put him with the white girl twerking as the, and, and 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 the white lady who lost all her shit for saying nigga and all in the same category were mm-hmm. that that's what we doing gq okay yeah um yeah you look at politifact you know they're saying he you know the president made uh 480 promises during his uh you know um tenure as president and and running for president he kept he's kept 73 percent of them using using their true mostly true or half true scale that they go by like it's just i don't know maybe it's because people believe so hard that they were uh, almost unrealistic it was like anything he says he's going to do 100 percent of the time every time doesn't matter who gets in the way he's no. going to make them cooperate like 
i don't know if that's what people are or people just want to not believe as far or give credit to this man for the accomplishments that he has achieved in an era where really uh i could not see anyone achieving a lot of these things no no and 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 also i to an extent i agree with you but also i think too it's just one of the things i I do i i do think that people have very very unrealistic expectations on him because the 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 situation he walked into from the beginning was terrible and they expected him to turn around just make all these miracles happen and it didn't work like that and also for the i mean republicans and democrats i have always had like the differences in their conflicts but this is the first time ever that you've seen one party from the time the man got voted in the office just stuck their middle fingers up and kept it there and just like we're gonna drag this we're gonna make sure that you don't get shit accomplished we're gonna dig our feet in the sand like doing the whole time and also americans have such such short-term memory to this almost what have you done for me yesterday and it's just one of those things where if it's not like brand new if i can't google facebook or, or, or tweet it you didn't do that shit and it's just one of those things that was very frustrating also something else which a lot of people don't want to look about the color of his skin does matter because if this would have been a white president i don't mean no harm do you think that he would have been on the least influential list by gq no the fuck not um so yeah i you know i was partying last night because i was like damn he while everybody was giving him shit about his poll numbers he went and accomplished something through diplomacy you know obviously john Kerry being his mouthpiece in this one but um that people did not think was possible you know like this is one of those things that most of us have reconciled to an impossibility that would eventually come to some sort of a head that would probably be end up being uh military conflict you know and i'm glad that in that diplomacy ruled the day me too um i'm you know i'm glad that he called it and that he believed in it um and i was basically like giving him credit and props and you know making different jokes and stuff you know wondering like if cornell west is gonna still be talking shit if john what's mccain gonna say when he basically was like we need to start world war three um why why has the american media even covered these talks uh because every five minutes is something about how let's take a poll about obamacare of course you know what i mean every five minutes uh isn't it fucked up that it's been proven now that iran is more willing to work with our reasonable president than the gop ain't that the truth people that call themselves americans but feel like that his failure is what they need to see um and of course i know that people are going to raise the bar and it's gonna, you know, well, well, he, he need to go down on the ground and take apart the nuclear weapons itself. You know, like, I know that that's gonna happen. You know, I know people are gonna spend it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a real, it's not he a real he, treaty. It's not a real agreement. He, 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 he didn't, he didn't parachute in and shoot everybody up like Rambo so it don't count. Yeah, it's not ironclad agreement. Um, it was written on paper. Um, ah, it can be burnt. I remember when the, he won the Nobel Peace Prize and people said that was preemptive and people were calling him a warmonger and all of this shit. And, um, they even know the definition of that. But no, it's fine. I don't care. That's fine. Okay. We were at war when that happened. Okay. He won those, he won that Nobel Peace Prize while we were still involved in different conflicts mm-hmm. around the globe. True. Um, and, uh, I remember people being like, well, the no, the Nobel Peace Prize, their reasoning on the committee was he is a presidential candidate who has said when he was running that he would be dedicated to diplomacy and reducing the nuclear, uh, threat to the globe. Uh, 
and we're preemptively basically giving him this well uh faith rewarded motherfuckers six years later he is you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's funny though because you won't see anybody bringing up all the people that were bitching about he shouldn't have got it at all those people ain't coming back to go you know what he he finally lived up to that oh no this is major um also uh i like how i can go on the internet on my twitter timeline and i can say anything right i can yes you can i can post pictures of titties i can uh call people names i can make jokes about a blind kid playing football yes you can i can do all that shit the second i start giving the president props for doing a good job timeline filled up nigga everybody was in my mentions i know they was like because that shit kept getting retweeted and the more that shit got retweeted the angrier people got yeah like um this dude frank zong who was my friend on facebook i unfriended his ass because i don't have time for this shit we never talk anytime except now you want to come talk to me because Uh, you don't like that i'm giving the president props yeah yeah, i don't have time for this shit nope you know what i mean i'm not gonna argue with you about uh me giving credit to the president and i actually don't care about the nuance and all this shit about it right now i'm partying that's right just like the day that um you know when uh i think it was uh bin Laden got killed mm-hmm. and i was like yep he dead fuck him and everybody's like well you know you don't have to celebrate i was like fuck you i'm doing what i want to do that's right do what you want to do, do in your timeline this ain't a debate that's my biggest thing that is my biggest thing about it it's just one of those things where when people see you having a good time a party in regardless of a group of men a group of women or regardless if if it's um just a group of people somebody has to come in and has to has to kind of be like the 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 daddy down um debbie downer and it's one of those things where somebody gotta go you know what you get the fuck out the party go over there by yourself and leave us alone yeah so he like uh i was saying that uh i swear when the pressure is on the president just steps up every single time and like i had a gif of g money hitting that jump shot in new jack city honey them gifs was because like like and it was just funny just watching them because like you would read it and you could literally see somebody doing that shit like right after they said that Mm -hmm. (laughs) if they could and so frank comes in not really only when it saves his own political skin which if you think about it is so uh like it's so needless to say because any positive thing that any politician ever does that has any positive political effects that people are stand, will stand behind will benefit them of course anybody so, like this isn't even a real conversation because Mm-mm. that's a given it's not like i'm being informed of this i know this mm-hmm. i'm smarter than you like I, it's not like you just gave me new knowledge and i'm like you know i didn't think of it that way i guess it kind of does help him out as a politician as well no to help out the world by reducing nukes so uh i replied back to him only when it saves his own skin nuclear reduction treaties are self-serving now this is why i can't with y'all um and i you know included a uh another twit pic of um you know uh, uh of a gif of uh my girl jocelyn from yes my girl jocelyn from love and hip-hop atlanta saying uh peace um and uh so he said you know it can do both right and i I was like but your implication was that it was solely self-preservation which is a dubious thing to imply yes it is is that true that result here is not solely self-serving but the motivation 
he might as well be gop on taxes and imprisonment and which i knew people were gonna try to be like well let's talk about this other area because that's why they always try to move the goal on obama like yeah. he'll never do this and then he does it well what about this thing that he didn't do it's like exactly. well give him a year he might get to your shit too because he's getting to everything else that you said he wouldn't do and i said get out of my mentions before i block you frank and he said you never had to respond back to me twice and i said you right let me help you out with that blocked i don't blame you and i changed my name to surge and block you surge i'll block you because that's what i'm doing you surge ah. at me on twitter i'm blocking niggas bye i'm not have time for this shit man like nope because this is the thing it would be cool if there was other times that me and frank interacted we can go down this fucking thing the only time he wants to show up is talk to me is about when i've given obama props man yeah. suck my dick get I, out of my face yeah i don't like to to interact with people the uh, it's like we don't never have a show we like we don't yeah. never have anything we talk about a comment like the only time you pop up is to say fuck you i don't got time for i'm that. saying way more reckless shit than giving yes, the president props have. this nigga is whap every time just mm, i know them just was hurting what them just was epic man i was dying laughing yeah some other nigga came in talking about some but what about this and that i said i don't care that's, that's right and and it's just and when, when you say that there's nothing they what can you do against i don't care nothing i don't yeah. care literally ends the conversation and like i said it's, it's it's just one of them things and and i and i know that you have a lot more patience than me but i'm glad you you came over to the fuck you block you club that i got going on over here because i roger has saved some of y'all from getting blocked because i'm like who are you nigga where you come from he be like hey, hey hey they they part of the show because i'm like i don't have time for foolishness and stupidity yeah so like one dude said uh when I said uh, that, you know, the president hits that jumper every single time, he said, you know, Iran's nuclear capabilities should not be our concern at all. And uh, I was like, you got to be insecure as fuck to come in my mentions to try to calm down my celebration of the president. Come on now. Let me party. All right. And people ain't getting a party enough out here. And you trying to stop it. Yeah. And he said, it's a public. He said, it's a public forum. Relax. And I said, public D's blocked. <laughs> how about that who else want to get blocked i was blocking everybody last night oh, man i know i had a triple double because niggas was getting blocked I got a triple double. left and right and then i started it made me think about basketball so i started putting up them gifs because i was like you know it's got to be frustrating as shit to hate the president it's got to be frustrating one he's a much more likable guy than any other politician in the game period hands down he don't fuck up in his personal life which has got to be the biggest fucking upset of everything of course you know how much they want to catch this dude with his dick in his hand of course dick picking people or grabbing someone's ass. they or oh i know children, they hate or it his children doing some shit yes right. but you can look at him and his wife and you know they fucking and it's gotta yes, piss they are everybody that hates them off you can't even get that social scandal that you would love you know what I mean? Like that just, well, like you can look at the Clintons and be like, he's going to put his dick in somebody else at some point. We just need to be there when it happens. But with President Obama, you be like, man, look at all that ass on Michelle. He's definitely still having sex with her. It's got to be frustrating. No. <laughs> you know, he be out of town, wait, count the days. Like, man, I get back Friday, get with my wife. It's going to be on, you know. These motherfuckers are still hoping something happens, dog. Then you got, like, you know, politically, man, he's just so hard to nail with anything. 
completely hits the right stride at every single point where it's you know when you catch him was like he was lying about such and such he he needs to apologize and he'll come apologize and people i know people are like i hate to see that because i hate to see i hated to see when he showed his birth certificate mm-hmm. but as being the right political play it's so money it's so it's the it's the one thing you can't stop is when he's like oh yeah you know what this could have gone better and i'm sorry about that and uh we're gonna continue to strive to make it better and these are the things i promise you and it's it's like those people that bitch will never shut up but the people that can be appeased are like all right that, he said that that's right i'm what satisfied now yep he doesn't escalate it by trying to double down like y'all are the ones causing the problem even though we know y'all are <sighs> he's so yes. good so I, I, yes, I, he's, he's, he's like the right person for the job because I think a lot of people would have snapped a long time ago mm-hmm. and told everybody to kiss their black ass. Yeah, and I tweeted, I said, I, I might change my Twitter name to Serge, I'll block you. And somebody said, like, oh, that's a bad joke. So I blocked him too. You follow me, bitch, not the other way around. I don't I care about your truth. opinion. You follow, you follow me. me. I don't. Yeah. And a lot, and most of the time, a lot of times the people that come in your timeline, you don't follow them. They be somebody that follows you. You like, what the fuck did you come from? Yeah. And leave me alone. You follow me to tell me that joke wasn't funny. Good. I'll save you. You'll never hear another unfunny joke from me. Yeah, that's right. You don't got to worry about me. No more. Sleep on that bitch. Mm hmm. So yeah, they had to go, dog. Um, these suckers. Uh, but yeah, people was coming. What about Syria and Libya? Man, get the fuck out of my timeline. Cause we're not talking about that right now. What about these nukes? Stick to the subject. Keep up that tensity. Stick you to- said it couldn't happen. So how about you being wrong on that? Can we talk about that for a second? Mm hmm. Right. Okay. Somebody's like, well, people still getting, uh, deported. Man, I ain't say I cared about that shit. When have I ever, when, sorry, but when have I ever said anything about that issue? You don't even know how yes. I feel. And, you just mad. And you, and you know what I realized? LeBron and Obama is the two biggest niggas you can talk about and your timeline will light the fuck up. Every time, you know what, ironically, before this, I did say LeBron was better than Michael Jordan because he had a game winning shot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so then what I, what it made me think about was basketball and how President Obama is like that nigga with the crossover that won't stop dribbling until he make you look bad and then he'll score on you. And <laughs> so I went and found all the crossover gifs I could find. Oh, they were epic. And then I would put like what the Republicans and detractors of Obama were saying. And then I would put the crossover gif. So like, what about the website? It's going to be up soon. Meanwhile, them nukes got reduced. Ouch my ankles. Swish. <laughs> you know what I mean? We will shut the government down until you repeal Obamacare. Man, I ain't repealing shit. Shit, you right. Swish. <laughs> Every fucking time. We only have, we only have one job, and that's to make sure the president fails. Bin Laden dead, Joe. Oh. Swish. <laughs> right in your grill piece, dog. Let me see your birth certificate. I'm calling the troops home from Iraq. Hold up when you do that. Swish. Repeal, don't ask, don't tell. Yep, I did that. When? Oh, you were probably in line at Chick Fil A. <laughs> stay, stay on your feet. Stay on your feet, dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Even crossing over the liberals too. President a little weak than the first debate. Mitt Romney gonna take him out. Hold up, y'all. I got this. Swish. It's gotta be. It's gotta be exhausting to hate President Obama. It's gotta be. Cause how more often can you look stupid and be wrong? It's gotta fucking suck. 
at every fucking turn yeah this ain't gonna work oh it's working people like it shit oh so the states that's cooperating the shit is working okay let's make our state not cooperate and make our people suffer i'm sure they will love to vote us in office again sure they can't wait they can't see through this okay but uh yeah man um that president winning uh let's talk about somebody else guys that that Uh actually is having problems okay uh-oh. Uh, Lamar Odom's back in the news. It look like he is. I, I yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Busting Godson speaking. Alpha and Omega. Omega, he said he's the Godson. I believe it. Talk to my man. He believes it. Now, what you need to know about this video, first of all. <sighs> TMZ be on it, boy. Well, that's, that's part of it, obviously. But, um he's in a video in a cell phone camera video and it's two it's him and another guy yes which i'm looking halfway sideways. counting i'm trying to do a shirt count and i believe the answer is zero, zero. yes it, it seem to be zero shirts and zero fucks to give in this video <laughs> it's uh, never good when the shirt count is zero never good this is a man who's just recently been accused of being a crackhead and i gotta say this is not helping the case Mm. Uh, i believe is that you can't conceive all these newborn babies these bitches are strong trying to throw them up my sleeve they won't even let me breathe but i take a time for a second he takes a time for a second uh-huh. chills with his crew yeah. he knows how we do uh-huh. we got him through and through yeah. we never left the strip uh-huh. we still pitching the block uh-huh. talk to my man he knows all of them uh-huh i know all of the chicks not with i know all of the pricks that got small they can't say it to my face but they say it to the papes all that I'm still on a chase and I'm far from a Jake. Keep the gr- You know, he's still on the Clippers roster right now. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Come get him, y'all. Come come get y'all y'all player, dog. Press cut so I can always see the snake. Oh. And a boy right here, huh? I got good taste. Ooh. What would Jesus do? String of Connie's Put a shirt on. Uh-huh. You know what it is. Uh-huh. They trying to get the kids. Yeah. I don't know why was we too nice? Was we too fly? Was we too hard? Was uh-huh. we too nice? Yeah. Nah, they had a problem with the black and white shit. Uh-huh. They won't let us live. Yeah. I don't know why. All yeah. we do is f-ing give. But well, let me tell you something. I'm s- I like that. That dude thought that line was going to be the most clever I'm shit fire. ever. He's like, this rhyme? And it kind of makes sense. He was excited. Mm-mm. This is foolishness. Tell me you was meant. That's why the boy got his own free break. I like that he can't even think of complete words to fill in between the words. They gonna keep hating because the ones kind of that nice dating was saying. I'm gonna keep making, making, and if Claudia's on his hand, I 
You know what it is. I don't even know what that means. It's, it sounds hey. like two dudes that are whispering in the room because their girlfriends about to come in. Yeah. What are they doing? The real house husbands? Right. Uh-huh. What? We don't be doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah, cue you pimps. Uh-huh. Ask you any shorties who ran through their cribs. Uh-huh. Up in them hills. Yeah. Down to the hills. Yeah. Over in East LA. Yeah. And take us to the jungle and we A-OK. Okay. You take us to the jungle and we A-OK. All I do is... <laughs> what does this mean i have no i don't understand what's happening here you have to get off the crack son you're killing yourself you do it to be rhymes you're gonna do it then do it expeditiously jump i can see yes but i can't tell you where i stay it's some place where they hate blacks that's why i stay in the room Smoke the little trees and wash it down with a black. They saying, "Hell, you f- what?" Yo, shake it. F- the NBA is fantastic. Real fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm the Clippers. I see this. I'm like, it. Oh, what is it? Uh, who? Who's still paying him? Get this nigga off our roster. Put f- off f- with that and got a body like that. What a frame to match, bitch. You could take a picture. they had to actually start the, the other news article because this is so egregious you know what i'm waiting on though is for him to uh do the gator dance and start telling chloe they smoke the tv because uh th- th- this is pretty bad you know this is real bad look look b got more rhymes to make more sense to this and that's terrible yeah i guess this is what happens when um you have the five thousand dollar crack giveaway and uh <laughs> people, people lose their shit yeah they do good that goodness. was foolishness that that is like an amazing level of stupidity uh on 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 his part to even have it filmed yes you know like it's really hard to believe that he's not on crack because it it seems like uh it it seems so dumb like how could you not be on crack and let this shit happen um man yeah the zero shirts make a difference yeah as soon as they were shirtless i said these are some crackheads only thing missing is they sold the shirts he needs to scratch his neck and it's too blurry to tell if his lips are ashy. Okay. One one way ticket. And like Burger King, you could have it your way. Just check it. What? Get- <laughs> what? <laughs> one way ticket. And like Burger King, you can have it your way. I guess you can. Cracked that, up. What? Your way. Okay. He now see that's that he had a I can tell what happened here. Okay, here it is. I'll play it again for you guys. He had a line prepared. It was like, word to Allah, I'm sending niggas to Yahweh, one-way ticket, and like Burger King, you can have it Yahweh. But he's so fucked up and cracked up, he forgot the second part of that line. Ah! And the other dude tried to help him out and come in and get it, but then Lamar remembered the line and cut the dude off with his own ending line, but it was offbeat. Here, Listen to this. 
Just woo. <laughs> that, that's that's what that's that's the purpose of that. That's if you're gonna use it, that's the best time to use it. Oops, foul surprise. <laughs> yeah, that was hot fire, fire. He on crack. Yeah, it's 2013. Yeah, new Lamar, Lamar, Odom, Odom, Odom. New shit, new shit. Cracked uh, out, cracked out. You cannot be on crack in 2013, man. It's just not acceptable. Um, apparently, uh, did you know Daniel Day Lewis's son raps also? Daniel Day Lewis's? Mm, I think that. Yeah. Word? Mm-hmm. His name is Gabe Day, and, uh, he spits hot fire. Um, I guess they took down his videos too, because I just hit play and it was like, nope. Oh, can you go to YouTube and get him? No, they yes. took him down. But yeah, they oh. had some videos of him freestyling. I was gonna play that after Lamar Odom to like, see who was the best. You know, well, but, that uh, one plays. Or is that a video? No, nah, this one plays. Uh, but this one, no. Nah. Hold on, let me see. Sound quality don't seem too good. Fuck me, man. Your rhymes are thinking you're getting bored of me. This guy gets caught for being drunk and disorderly. This guy's got shit. His rhymes are fucking nothing. Everything he says, he's fucking bluffing. He's got nothing. Fucking this guy, he's got a few detentions, a few suspensions, but yet, he's someone that's fucking bluffing. Now, I will give him credit for this. There's already way more shirts in this video than Lamar Odom's video. Uh, yeah, I think everybody so he, has he a shirt. He wins. And he got a tie, so he wins. Yeah, he got he, a shirt and tie. He wins for me, so, all right, that's cool. Um, did you know McDonald's, getting in the Christmas spirit, has said, uh, you know, when they put out that budget, for their employees which included having another job mm-hmm. they also have uh gave some advice to underpaid employees to sell your christmas presents for cash mm-hmm. wow did ronald mcdonald walk out and stick his middle finger up at all the employees <laughs> underneath that golden arch <laughs> uh mcdonald's mcresource line a dedicated not mcresource line <laughs> <laughs> mcdonald's on it mcdonald's like you need to get a mcreal job (laughs) and it ain't here they need to hire lamar odom and he could be a mc crackhead yes uh mcresource line a dedicated website run by the world's largest food chain to provide 1.8 million employees with financial and health related tips offers a full page of advice for digging out from holiday debt um, among their helpful holiday tips selling some of your unwanted possessions on ebay or craigslist could bring in some quick cash Oh, I mean, I mean, did anybody tell them if you that poor you probably don't have a computer you don't know what the fuck ebay is you don't know what the fuck craigslist is you probably can't get online like um do how, how much do they think four dollars and fifty cent an hour pay people yeah this is the same strategy as a mick crackhead to mix sell all your mick shit yeah every christmas yes you know they already want you to get that mick welfare Elsewhere on the site, McDonald's encourages employees to break apart food when they eat meals. Breaking oh. food into pieces often reduces results in eating less and still feeling full. Also, instead of getting diabetes in eight years, you cut it down to four. And if they are struggling to stock their shelves with food in the first place, the company offers assistance to workers applying for food stamps. 
so they'll help you apply for food stamps um mcdonald's corporate offer officers have a history of officers and question well then they talk about that budget and stuff but yeah mcdonald's sell your christmas gifts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mick, give it away uh the lady that accused the duke lacrosse people of uh raping her and it turned out to be false Mm -hmm. uh she was a stripper and uh she accused them of like sexually assaulting her beating Mm -hmm. her a lot of a lot of people got involved a lot of activists were speaking out on her behalf turns out she was lying yes sir well uh she is now been found guilty of second degree murder uh she stabbed her boyfriend in the chest during a fight in 2011 he died 10 days later she said the stabbing was in self-defense uh he had jealousy beaten jealously beaten and choked her and dragged her by the hair when she poked him in the side she said now you know her credibility her credibility has to be extremely shot yeah after the whole duke lacrosse thing come on now before his death boyfriend reginald day said he had he had dragged magnum by her hair but was trying to get away when she stabbed him a supporter questioned the case, the case. I feel like the verdict wasn't based on the evidence presented. It's based on what is perceived, perceived to be her past indiscretions. But the district attorney argued that the case was not about the crystal, the crystal magnum. It was about Reginald Day. Magnum now faces, or Mangum, I'm sorry, faces up to 18 years in prison. Uh, what's crazy about this too, though, is like, you know, falsely accusing people of rape, if they could bring that up in a court case, it's gonna fuck your credibility up for the rest of your life. Yes, it is. Like nobody's ever gonna believe you again because so it's many such a dangerous accusation. Really get raped and like r- this really happens to them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that, that's crazy. Um. Alec Baldwin. Speaking of people that you know have that que- credibility question. Mm-hmm. Uh. He uh earlier this year called a paparazzi dude a uh cocksucking faggot. Uh. Cause he didn't like something the man did. Well, now he's, uh, trying to ease the backlash over his gay slur. He jokingly professed his love for a man in front of a large crowd Wednesday as he tried to ease the backlash triggered by an internet clip that captured him berating a photography with what sounded like a gay slur. I want you to be my lover, Matt, Baldwin told a member of his entourage after asking him to stand up. I love you, Matt. I love you in that way. After the packed audience's <laughs> laughter died down, Baldwin added that he has loved some men more than women during his life, although never in a sexual way. The Emmy-winning actor prefaced his moment of levity with plenty of contrition as he sought to minimize any lingering damage to his career from the fallout after a confrontation with a photographer outside his New York home last week. He made his appearance at a major tech conference in San Francisco, a city that has been on the forefront of gay rights uh the gay right movement for decades um here's the thing right um some people charisma their way out of shit and i have no idea how that happens you know what i mean like like dude is going around calling people cocksucking faggots as an insult and with a hollywood career like this isn't even on some like oh he's an auto mechanic and he'll never run across uh you know like it's not like everybody that walks in this shop is gay like this it's impossible to navigate hollywood and not run into gay people ain't that the truth you know like it's just impossible and he continues to get away like he does crazy shit like this and people just laugh it off man like he'll make a joke later and 
all is forgiven i know he's a very outspoken progressive person um as far as politically but um it's just crazy how some people can get away with this shit and some people can't you know like josh whedon says he didn't like the word feminist and motherfuckers are like fuck him he fired a pregnant woman and you're like damn that you know this fuck josh whedon now like he's made a lot of progress fuck him i don't care what he calls himself fuck him and then it's like alec baldwin going around calling gay people faggots and shit and he just goes to san francisco and proposes on stage falsely to a dude make sure that we all know that he's not actually gay and uh no harm no foul i guess not because people like him you know what i think it is honestly because i've been thinking about this i think it's the same reason that people would be cool with me even though i'll say the word bitch or something like that but like that's a bitch ass nigga or drake is soft or something like that um and they'll give us leeway you know either because comedy and shit like that but also mm-hmm. uh i think there's a certain appreciation that is unspoken for honesty true and for the fact that you know alec baldwin is going to still try to be himself and shoot the shit flaws and all as opposed to people that say the right thing all the time but you know they're phony like they're yeah you said the right thing in this situation but i don't believe there was any type of actual authenticity behind behind it. it um and it probably is what makes his apologies and contrition more accepted than other people's shit because people are like yeah i actually believe he's sorry or i actually believe that he didn't mean it the way that that you guys think he meant it or what because he's i think that's what it is because i was trying to like i've been thinking about this for two or three days like how the fuck do certain people just get away with shit you know charlie sheen yeah that's another one like it's i like i really think people just go yeah but that's just that's how he is that's really him yeah as opposed to say maybe i like he's he's being real with it right yeah as opposed to people that you go oh i really like say uh ben affleck or something like that but there's no time that ben affleck will ever say the wrong thing because he's mortified that it'll affect his career of course i wonder if that's it man like i don't know that that's the answer it's just my speculation because i couldn't think of anything else i was like people should be mad at this dude forever like you know 10 years look look at mel gibson like that dude is done essentially yes he is and the thing about it is that all comedians can't do this because certain comedians they fuck up everybody's like fuck you but if certain comedians yeah. they fuck up and everybody's like, oh and, and they'll just roll with the punches and forget he said it right it's because like with mel gibson it seemed like people just went oh you were being fake and now you're finally exposed with okay with dudes like alec baldwin people are just like well, you know alec fuck up from time to time he's yeah it's like they're just, just keeping ex- it real they just accepted that as part of his character yes yeah, yeah. it's, it's weird though because to me both of those things w- would seem to be career ending in the i talk bad about jewish people or i talk bad about gay, gay people. people i work in the entertainment industry bye you know <laughs> like it was nice dog hey good career you know sorry i had to get wrapped up this way and one dude is uh making straight to dvd uh movies, movies for the product for the rest of his life and one dude is a fucking still gonna be a star like yep still got the tv show and all that shit i yeah. know mel gibson was mad we read this shit he was like what right, damn fuck? it i should have said gays <laughs> they accepted his apology no oh, man uh psychic sylvia brown died at 77 in california um 
think she saw that coming gary uh, no i know she didn't here's my question right she's a psychic she's 77 mm-hmm. everybody dies i'm fine with that i'm not gonna say she need to you know like she should have lived forever i think that's unfair what i do want to know i want to see her google calendar and day planner if she had shit still going on yeah. after the day she died i call bullshit on all her psychic powers that's all i'm saying uh you can't be like i'm a psychic i'm strong uh and then had tea for monday planned yeah no. no you knew that the timeline was over on sunday i want to see i need access to her notebook and i need it now no i don't think she's seen this one coming um she's also been criticized after telling the mother of ohio kidnapping victim amanda barry in 2004 that her daughter was dead barry and two other women were found oh, no, alive this year has been fired son Paul of a Martin whore nobody cares about that article stop okay. Let's pretend it didn't happen why couldn't sylvia tell me that was gonna happen it's happened twice already in the show oh yeah and i bet you montel jones was like damn it i did have on my show mm-hmm montel jordan Mike. Mean, Martel Williams. Yes. What did I say? This is how we do it. <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> this is how we do it. Tell you your kids is dead. <laughs> That's what happened with that shit. Um, the sword ratchetness is getting out of control. This isn't like a sword article, but this is just something that's crazy. Um, anyway, you slice it. Employers these days would uh, should never deny employees religious accommodation requests without first checking with a lawyer. It's just all very complicated when so many religions and their different rules of grooming, clothing, and attendance. But can you draw the line when a requi- religion requires fo- followers to wear a sword even in the workplace? That's right. They're trying to take swords to work, y'all. No. Under the guise of religion. No. Fuck no. Apparently this I don't dude, give a fuck what your guy says. As far as I'm concerned... I don't want you to come in here with no knives. Kawaljeet Tagore was hired by an IRS office in Texas. She switched religions to the Sikh faith. She said Sikhs article of faith require her to wear five items at all times. This included a kirpan, which is a ceremonial sword or knife approximately nine inches long. IRS officials offered several potential accommodations, including making the sword blunt, sewing it into the sheath, making it two and a half inches long and keeping it locked in her car. She responded that the sword was already blunted and other accommodations violated her religious beliefs. Sorry, no can do. So she showed up to work faithfully with her curpan and was fired. Yes, 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 yes. You deserve, especially, especially if they went out of the way. Do you know how many jobs would have been like, no, fuck you, and would have fired her before that they tried to accommodate you you should lose your job because mm-hmm. even with the religion guess what you still want that paycheck and as far as they're concerned that paycheck don't give a damn about your god that paycheck going these are our rules and regulations mm-hmm. you need to follow them lady yeah so this it's crazy man um so she sued um the the irs wanted the case the quickly thrown out of court but the judge disagreed sent the case moving forward saying courts typically may not subject the sincerity of professed religious beliefs to too much scrutiny and that claims of a sincere religious belief must have been accepted on little more than a finding that the individual's assertion is credible so because the thing is that it's not like they didn't try to accommodate her they did and she was like fuck all that come on now yep so yeah man it's it's, it's hard out here for 
And I hope she loses. No, no. Could you imagine the, your your infl- a frightened employees knowing that you got a knife and somebody mm-hmm. piss you off and make you mad, or you or, or the second uh, you realize you have a weapon on your ass at your job and and Sheila done says some shit to make you mad, you cut her throat. No, keep that shit out of the working environment. I tell you this much: if she wants the TPS reports, you got to have them on time. What? I hope don't nobody report to her. Her boy, all her subordinates are on tap. They was like, damn, they don't never be late. They mm-hmm. always on time. They always work overtime. They were like, shit, she hitting all her goals. She, she, um, going over them. Yes, cause they know them niggas know they gonna get cut. Yeah, you gots to make sure that this, that her shit is done promptly, neatly, and on in a timely desk. fashion. Shit, you better have for she walked through the door. Them niggas working all night long. Oh, we gotta get this done for she come in at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. We gotta play our games, Karen. Okay. We always play the games here, guys. Of course, uh, number one game that we we play mostly is, uh, fucking with black people. It's been very controversial lately. A lot of emails about this last week's, uh, fucking with black people. Oh, they was not happy. So, here we go again. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play fucking with black people. Today's contestants come from college, guys. That's right. Scholars going on to a bright future of fucking with black people. <laughs> on Wednesday, three San Jose State University freshmen were suspended and charged with hate crimes for their mistreatment of a black roommate. Colin Warren, Joseph Baumgartner, and Logan Beachler have not yet been arrested because campus police are waiting for them to surrender. Because, you know, white people get to surrender. According to the unnamed black roommate, Warren Baumgartner Beachler and Beachler began the school year in August by referring to their roommate as three-fifths. What's going on, three-fifths? <laughs> what up, my three-fifths? Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Three-fifths of a person. Do your history, guys. That's why black history is so important. Mm-hmm. When he asked, when he asked them to stop, they started calling him Fraction. They also outfitted the shared dorm room suite with a Confederate flag, barricaded the claustrophobic student in his room, wrote "nigger" on a dry race board in the living room, put a U-shaped bike lock around his neck, and told him they lost the key. Oh, <gasps> mm-hmm. But they gonna surrender, ain't ain't it? Oh, fuck you, campus police. I'm sorry. Tried the bike lock trick again a few weeks later. Put up Nazi symbols and pictures of Hitler in the dorm room. Drew pictures of pentagrams to alarm the Christian student. The incidents were reported first reported to housing authorities by the black student's father, who noticed the flag. And the whiteboard in the room during the October visit. The parents also tried to talk to the young men when they visited. Um, isn't it crazy that the parents were the ones to even report it first? Like the kid didn't even do it. Like makes you wonder, like, was he okay with it or was he just so intimidated? Cause he has to live there. Yes. With these he three does. crazy motherfuckers. Like the thing that the parents have over the kid is that the parents can leave. Ain't that the truth? And, and maybe this is just me and see, I'm glad I don't have children because see, I would have went down. I demanded my child be, is moved. My child would not stay in these conditions. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and like I said, maybe that's that old school in me. Fuck no. I got to leave. My child got to be here. When asked why the black student did, oh wait, after the freshman's father talked to the roommates and reported the matter, the freshman received what police characterized as a sarcastic apology note signed only the residents. The note mentions the beloved Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and urges the freshman to let bygones be bygones. It also, <laughs> what assholes? <laughs> they really was like, what will Martin Luther King Jr. do? Turn the other cheek. He definitely wouldn't go to campus police. It urges the freshmen to let bygones be bygones. It also contains a warning of so- sorts and postscript. The residents have welcomed you. It is not advised to ignore the call of the residents. When asked why the, pre- the the black student didn't report the behavior himself, he said he just hoped it would stop. Like Jonathan Martin hoped it would stop. And that's mm-hmm. what, you know, because you got to think 16, 17 years old, you handle things a lot differently mm-hmm. than an adult will. You know, because well, you, it's like Montoya's case said, man, a strong black man would have just let it continue to happen and not ever done anything. Um, make sure y'all listen to beating the block. He also told university police he'd been afraid to study in the room and that he'd been locked, locking his bedroom door at night because he was scared of his roommates. So to me, it doesn't sound like, I mean, it sounded like he was just scared and he didn't want to cause more waves by even telling on these people. That's right. The young men charged on Wednesday admitted to teasing, but say their actions were not racist. <laughs> White people's definition of racist is what literally. What the fuck? You got to hang me by a noose by a tree and kill me. You got to take me out to the square and shoot me in the head before the fucking shit is called racist. Like white people's version of racism is literally slavery. Yes. If it ain't slavery, it's, it ain't racist. Like, I didn't you. do, I didn't do slavery to you. I don't own you. I just put a bike lock around your neck and made slave jokes. It's not racist. I would do that to any black person. They claim their actions were just harmless pranks and jokes. Their underappreciated comedy routines could send them to jail for up to a year. The San Jose State University students rallied and supported a black student on Thursday. Some believing it takes too long for the university to act on matters related to race. Yeah, that's why I say fuck you, campus police. And I know it's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of great campus police is listening to right now, but most campus police, mm-mm. According to the student Champagne Ellison, they feel like, okay, basically you all on here on charity to begin with, so whatever issue that happens, just be lucky that you are here. Um What? Mm-hmm. The yeah, Champagne Ellison sounds like a black person who said she said they feel like like the campus, because you agree with this person, Karen. You don't even realize it. She said the campus is basically saying Okay, basically, you all are here on charity to begin with. So whatever issues that happen, just be lucky you are here. So, like, you're black. You're here. You should be thankful to be here. So if your ass is getting choked up, just whatever, with it. just be lucky that you're here. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the response that you get because everybody's just slow. Mm-hmm. Folks is not getting arrested. They surrendering, mm-hmm. turning in when they feel like turning themselves in. Yep. Um. All right, man. Um. What's the score? Oh, that's that's a definite hundred. I don't okay. even know how to. No, I'm just asking because you didn't yeah. get a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that goes without saying. That's a hundred. <laughs> that's, that's like a fucking. That's a book for how to get a hundred. You know what I mean? No. It's like, how can I possibly get one hundred? Uh, this is how. Bonus point, shit. Yeah. All right, we gotta play our other game, guys. It's time for some guests to race. I brought your racism this Sunday morning. Time for some guests to race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. 
That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show going on all across podcast land, where we play or read clips from different news articles, and we ask the audience to guess the race. Today's guest is the audience, and they will be playing along. Hope everybody's doing okay. I know you guys are getting a little bit nervous. Let's do it. You've already heard this article 17 times, which means it will not play this time, but I'm going to try it anyway. I don't want to get restarted. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Deputy has been fired. Mm-hmm. Paul Martin was the subject of numerous 10 News investigations. Back in July of last year, we found internal affairs reports with allegations of domestic violence, sex on the job, and associating with drug dealers. Martin was fired for inappropriate comments to a 17-year-old girl who was sexually battered. According to the report, Martin described sexual acts, identified body parts, and used inappropriate words. 10 News reporter Bo Zimmer is covering Pinellas County and asked the sheriff exactly what happened. Deputy Paul Martin was known as a good detective putting bad guys behind bars. But a string of what the sheriff calls bad decisions ended his career Monday after 25 years with the sheriff's office. I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to have it. Uh, Martin has a history here of disciplinary issues. This is the third incident uh, since 2011. The latest case involved the interview of a 17-year-old alleged rape victim. The sheriff saying Deputy Martin asked the victim sexually inappropriate questions that had nothing to do with the case. He engaged in really what was uh, horrendous conduct, uh, totally inappropriate conduct. Some of the questions so dirty we can't repeat them on the air. The victim later testifying the detective's interview techniques were awkward, weird, rude, and uncomfortable, making her lose respect for the detective. She mentioned somehow uh, to him that she was with a friend going to Bush Gardens, and he turns that in, are you into girls and into lesbian sex? According to the report, when questioning the victim about exchanging money for sex, he said, sounds like my ex-wife, and was also overheard by the victim commenting how he enjoyed going to strip clubs. The final straw was when a child protection investigator reported seeing the detective reach out to lift up the girl's shirt after she reported intentionally cutting herself years ago. And Martin says he was intentionally trying to make the victim feel uncomfortable so that she'd tell the truth. The sheriff's office says they, uh, that he overstepped interview boundaries and violated agency policy. See, this is why you need two people interviewing people, <laughs> and one needs to be male and one needs to be female. So, wait, he was doing all this on a hunch, though? Yes, and by himself. Come on now. He, he watched too much see. He's like, I got a hunch that she's lying. Watch, watch. I'm gonna play bad cop, terrible cop. No, bad cop, terrible cop. Yeah, and they couldn't even put that. What were the questions? Do you like to want to suck this dick? Yeah. So, uh, what about them titties? Do you uh, you lick balls? Speaking of them titties, uh, I noticed that. uh, Did you take it up the ass? Yeah. Uh, you specifically asked a 17 year old victim if the suspect was commenting about your victim's ass. No. I noticed you got a nice ass on you. Was he, uh, talking about that or no? Okay. Let me see it. 
you also asked her if the suspect commented on her having a nice ass or did he want to have anal sex with you the victim testified <gasps> you also asked did he put it in your butt did it hurt and he sounds curious oh, no, i was just you. kidding so he did ask these questions Damn you, it. Am, you admitted that at the time you asked the victim about the anal sex there had been no indication that the suspect had anal sex with the victim there was no legitimate investigation investigative reason to ask her such a question especially since whether it hurt when there was no allegation of such an act occurred Later in the same interview, you asked the victim a question about a text message and inquired, was the guy just flirting with you or is he saying, let's fuck? Well, this dude was doing the same interview they do at the beginning of the bank, bros. Yeah, but said he get the, he steal their script. When did you get them titties? Um, I yo enough to be video girl. You then asked the victim if the guy thought she had nice tits. Further upon learning that the victim had a copy of another female to Bush Garden, you inquired, are you into girls? Two, this question about lesbian sex is totally irreverent, irrelevant to the allegation at hand and absolutely no prob- prob- probative, uh, investigative value. The, wow. Um, yeah, apparently. Further during the interview with the 17 year old girl, you also made inappropriate comments about your ex wife. Um, you stated in front of the victim, sounds like my ex wife. Wow. Just, um, wow yeah so guess the race of uh this uh what was his name um paul a martin deputy sheriff um and very bad interviewer (laughs) yes sounds like like howard stern school of interviewing a victim terrible acting the fool for 25 years white guy porn Uh stash with the warrant from oranges to new black horse liquor uncle (laughs) rapey cracker white Oh my. R. Kelly's adopted Wonder Bread cousin, anal destroyer cracker. I'm going white here. I ain't into that butt love. <laughs> white oh might, says Red Sonya. Someone who is listening to this American life instead of this podcast. Oh my. Fox News cameraman white, chalky. Uh, someone who takes cheese bubble baths. The correct answer is, and you all got it, white. Good job, everybody. Good job. Way to, way to do that racism there. I know they was on it, wouldn't it? Um, wow, what an asshole. asshole. Yes! Grief. How do you even reconcile that shit? Um, alright, here's another one. Marvell Weaver, a 17 year old Lansing, Michigan resident, recently failed at the so-called knockout game and got shot and arrested. Just, Good. Just like Karen called it. Good. The infamous game is where young people try to knock out random people with one punch. Weaver hopped out of a van and two of his friends with two of his friends and tried to attack an unidentified man with a taser, but the taser didn't work. The would be victim was concealed carrying a 40 caliber pistol. The man then shot Weaver twice in the leg and near his spine and Weaver was later arrested. Weaver said that the one year jail sentence he received was getting off easy. It was just a lesson learned, Weaver said. I wish I hadn't played the game at all. Weaver said he played oh, the game. Oh, your ass got shot. I love that they call this the game. The game where I physically assault a man for no reason. Weaver said that he played the game with his friends six or seven times before. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be an everyday game, just a certain game we played on certain days. We don't even try to rob them or anything. That's the game. He said they played it because he was dead and he and his friends were usually high. Weaver's Facebook profile shows him drinking with friends, and in one picture, he's holding a shotgun. On Twitter, he posted earlier in the year that he would blow your mouth back. 
regarding the game robert merritt a police officer in lansing said that there's a price to pay a good example is marvell weaver and the man who was almost a victim who was waiting on his six-year-old daughter to be dropped off from school said the game is no joke come on now if weaver had succeeded in knocking him out my child would have been left with the aftermath of seeing her father in any type of way or 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 i would have been left the man said so um yeah um that shit is not a game to the victims i think josh homer said it on his facebook page and i kind of agree like knockout game is gonna be the next excuse for somebody that kills a young black kid at some point because the shit ain't funny yeah but he was playing knockout game and i killed him like okay how do you prove that how do you not prove it right yeah and this is caught on video well guess the race of marvell weaver though i mean he got shot trying to play the mark knockout game uh he's the not the person who shot him he's the one who got shot um one of the guys that robbed trend trend who's trend uh three one two three four fifths <laughs> oh my that is great. i like that one everything you say fifths everything you say fifths. uh a kool-aid drink of watermelon sunflower seeds spitting porch monkey oh my a fraction one who ate some good catfish <laughs> and thought he was balrog uh the first lol nigga 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 marvell equal black walk across a busy intersection slow as hell black <laughs> oh my oh man three out of five requirements to be human black least influential black can't trust the black ice cream in these streets the correct answer is black it was a black guy guys good job all right let's move it to the bonus round guys all right things are getting crazy double the points double the raise double the points double the raise that's right guys time to move into the second round the bonus round of guess the race where everything is double the points and double the racism are you guys getting nervous in the chat room i hope not by the way i meant to say for that detective that asked those questions of that girl oh florida i ain't forget oh my speaking of florida oh florida the seminole county school board fired a long time teacher tuesday at night after an incident in the classroom gina michard taught math at Lyman High School and had been with the district since 1982. She was suspended earlier this semester after students complained she took out a wooden carving of a man's genitals and showed it in class. Michelle was also accused of cursing and using inappropriate language with students. Local 6 looked into her history with the district and found more than a dozen reprimands on her record, including one year suspension from her job back in 1991. I'm assuming she was never fired because... It's Florida. No one's teaching those motherfuckers anything anyway. You know, a good job as a teacher in Florida is getting back home alive every day. Michelle's latest suspension came October 23rd. It's not known if she will attempt to appeal the school board's position or throw a giant wooden dick at it. Uh, What possible point would a math teacher need for a giant wooden dick? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I'm trying now, to not think. unless you're trying to measure circumference or something. Right. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of the scenarios where it's like, yo, dog, um, 
where's my giant wooden dick has anybody seen my giant wooden dick uh you, you, and, and you know you know the shaft at the head is supposed to be three-fifths of an inch ladies it had a clacker for balls mm-hmm. um we're gonna learn about displacement today guys i'm gonna put this dick in some water <laughs> and we're gonna measure exactly how big it is um let's see one who grew up appreciating the love and affection of edible animals is pets white maybe she used that 50 percent off uh, tbgwt um <laughs> well, that doesn't say what a race is guys come on guess the race white says sparger white says phil cheese love if they were black they would have been fired it's all in the details 12 inch of slave white <laughs> 12 inch of slave that, that's good rj richardson uh ritz vanilla housewife honorary black someone who uses cheese as lube oh my good grief cheese lube wonder what kind of cheese that would be that like spray cheese maybe so that velveta cheddar uh white says redbone sonya the correct answer white cheddar, cheddar says el tatum the correct an- oh no the no lotion appliers says uh richard paste <laughs> the correct answer is <laughs> it was a white lady you guys all got it right man yeah mom everybody on the roll in the chat room ain't they nobody has missed any yet this is uh no it's crazy this is unprecedented you know they have one person to go against the grain but I'm, mm. yeah normally somebody will do uh you know a guess where you like that that shit doesn't even make sense <laughs> yeah two elderly women were arrested and charged with assault after beating up a woman who asked for a little privacy at the checkout counter according to the police reports of south carolina deputy said two women are accused of attacking a customer at little cricket store what Oh Lord, is that the little cricket we seen the other day? Well, no, this one—I guess that little cricket is a chain. Oh, okay, because we this saw one in South Charleston, Carolina. and I was like, it's obviously missing the—it's an implied moon. Yeah, it is. In there, but uh, yeah, because these places be in the hood. Okay, that's in Spartanburg. Oh, I've been to Spartanburg. Oh, oh well, it must be a chain. I ain't never seen it in North Carolina. Well, this one says Pacolet, South Carolina okay uh attacking a customer at a little cricket store in packalette south carolina where she asked him to give her some space while checking out she's like excuse me guys y'all are awfully awfully up on me while i'm checking out and they said what bitch <laughs> according to the spartanburg county for deputies it was because the victim asked the women to give her some space while she was entering the pin code on her debit card to check out register now i don't blame her for that yeah, and I hate when motherfuckers do that. That be all up on your ass. You be like, God damn, give me. You know, a lot of um, uh, companies, especially with the pharmacies, mm-hmm. they've actually got signs that they put like a, a foot or two back to tell people to stand right here. Mm-hmm. Because when the pharmacist is telling you, yeah, you rub these, you rub this gel on your genital warts, you don't want somebody to be like right, right. beside you staring in their face. Why you need Blue Star ointment? Is your pen number 5342 again? Yes. All I wanted was a little privacy. I didn't know I was going to take a beating for that, the victim Amanda Parker said. On Monday afternoon, Parker stopped at a Little Cricket location. On, well, if you stop at Little Cricket, shouldn't you expect a beating? Come on, you at Little Cricket now. Let's be honest, guys, okay? Located on Pine Street in Packerlet, unaware that she need to be taken to the hospital by the time she was done shopping. The Shit. line was long. I stopped and waited for the two women who had been there the entire time, Parker said. Deputy said the two women had bought lottery tickets and stood at the counter while other customers, including Parker, got help before them. I said, you give you give me some privacy. I'm getting ready to use my debit card. I see that doesn't sound very polite. You give me some privacy. Should have said, could you give me some privacy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phrase your words. 
parker said they were very hateful and said well we do not need your money and i said bitches i beg to differ you guys are playing the lottery come on uh, now to which they stabbed me in my face no, just that's probably how it went down <laughs> investigators identified the two women as 80 year old mary wanamaker and 60 year old myrtle smith Woo-hoo. 63 and 80 giving beat, beat downs down. at the goddamn little cricket yes gangster ain't this some shit <laughs> yes it is i tried to be respectful they were older women they continue with their mouth and then i was walking out the door one woman spit on me oh the sheriff's office said that's when the situation got worse at the time the victim turned around with her open hand struck one of the suspects on the face and then the assault escalated of course according to the witnesses the fight moved outside where the two suspects were getting hit in the victim in the head with gallon jugs or windshield washer fluid shit you never doubt an old black woman's resourcefulness old black men and old black women and just old people in general that old people's strength ain't no joke mm-hmm like uh that like clearly they have she had underestimated the tag team ability of these women yeah because you talk to some old vietnam veterans them white dudes will fuck you up you come mess with them yeah i was sitting up there talking that shit and it was like it was like oh you got rules and regulations trying to be pretty hold up is that myrtle smith's music coming out of the top corner (laughs) with a double suplex (laughs) oh no she no. grabbed the steel chairs. It's a massacre, JD. It's a massacre. It's a tag team. That's what started playing. <laughs> Is it, hold up. That, Look, game. Is that Mary Wanamaker's music? Oh no! Do you hear that, folks? She's got a gallon jug of washing fluid. She's on the top row. Oh, the humanity, JD. Yes. She has it. One ear to the left. One ear to the right. She's listening for the crowd. They beat the shit out of this woman. She got rules. I was like, fuck you. We have no rules, bitch. We oh. will, we will fuck you or whatever we got on hand. <laughs> she comes off the top rope. Where's she watching? They were bigger than me. I had previous surgery, so I could not defend myself, Parker said. Finally, two construction workers on the street saw the fight and intervened. Is that two construction workers' music? Oh, they come out of the top row. I, I, I think they're getting help. Is that the construction worker tag team in the back? Is that a steel chair? I think here they come. Is that an I-beam? Oh, so they the construction workers got involved. Um, they're coming off the 40 stories. The window. <laughs> <laughs> is that a construction crane? Yes. The women could What is eat- that, a wrecking ball? Oh, my gosh, they bought the wrecking ball. It's about to go down. All right, folks. Everything's out of order. The women could easily yes. Yes, have, it is. have killed this woman if those two construction workers had not intervened based on their statements she could have been seriously injured but parker said that's that seemed to be their intention they tried they threatened to shoot me in the head if they had a gun which is that really a threat no that's a promise <laughs> if not nah, i mean is it a threat if someone said if i had a gun i'd shoot you in the head i don't think that counts i think if you now if they actually had a gun then it's a threat yeah, yeah that's true you know what i mean it's like if i had a knife i'd slice you but i ain't got a knife so i guess you're all right 
based on witness statements the camera store images want to make smith will be charged with second degree assault and battery definitely said um guess the race of myrtle smith and um mary wanamaker 80 years old and 63 year old tag teaming tag team tag teaming motherfuckers um the two women spear chuckers the chick that got beat down a lot i said just the people that fought guys okay mary and pearl from 227 at the sea of lester <laughs> talking to a white woman florida evans and walona woods imagine pearl from 227 black having their say black grasshoppers that sing loudly at night oh tag team back again black <laughs> i'm not gonna let smoking my shirt stop me from spitting these bars black uh golden girl hood rats x-pox and billy guns <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what it also is funny is like i wonder if they bought the the um what if they bought the windshield wiper fluid just to beat the woman's ass yeah because because you know they ain't charged for stealing i bet you mm-hmm. they was like you know what i'm gonna whoop your ass but but you know what? they ain't gonna take me to jail for stealing give them five dollars let's let's beat the ass with these with these jokes uh r-truth black harlem heat black gi bro black uh the correct answer yes, is, is black Someone said Xbox, who is black. I mean, he was white, so. <laughs> Whew. That was a story tickled me a little too much. Start thinking, <laughs> about, them, start thinking about them WWE uh, repercussions. I know, shit. That, that should have been a triple guess to race. All right, man. Well, we got to talk about sore ratchetness before we get out of here, guys. All right. Because um, now it's time to say goodbye to all, all our negro, negro friends. friends elma man walking with a sword briefly shuts down i-5 people walking down the street with swords y'all hazeldale washington and elma man with a decorative sword shut down the northbound lanes of interstate 5 for about five minutes last night while responding officers approached what they thought was a man walking down the highway with a shotgun it's amazing that they came out because they thought it was a shotgun. See, it didn't be treated like a shotgun. It's a sword. That's also dangerous. Come out anyway. Yeah, and treat it like a shotgun because if he stabs you, you're going to die from the bullet or you're going to die from hot lead. This, those are the same. Bullet and hot lead. This, I mean, a bullet or hot steel from the from the Cold sword. steel. Cold steel. Oh, see, see. Mm. My bad. My the bad. state patrol says <laughs> it happened in the small southwest Washington community of Hazeldale Monday night. The Columbia reports that a 911 caller apparently mistook the sword for a gun. Troopers, Vancouver police, and Clark County Sheriff's officers rushed to the scene, uh, turned on their spotlights, and talked to the man over a loudspeaker with guns drawn. Trooper Will Finn says that officers are told someone has a weapon. We approach as if someone is indeed carrying a weapon. The 20-year-old man said he was headed home to Elma. Washington police drove the man to a relative's house in nearby Vancouver and warned her that pedestrians aren't allowed on I-5. The newspaper says the shutdown lasted about five minutes. So at least he didn't get killed, but I don't see anything on here about them confiscating that sword. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> still not taking it serious. He had a shotgun. He'd be in prison right now, right? True. Jefferson a Schoharie County man is in jail without bail after deputies say he attacked a woman and a dog with a sword. Mark Dallas, 35, of Jefferson faces multiple charges. Officials say Dallas struck a female with a sword multiple times and also injured a dog with the same sword at a home on State Route 10. Oh, my. 
the female was taken to bassett hospital for treatment the dog was taken into an emergency clinic with serious wounds both are expected to recover from injuries the woman your girlfriend and a dog <laughs> you guys understand the level of sore rationalism it takes where you have to hurt the dog too what the dog do what an asshole man these are the people that buy swords though uh Two children gave authorities chilling details of an alleged incident last week when a relative threatened to kill them, according to a search warrant filed by the Augusta County Sheriff's Office. The Stewart's draft mail, men, the Stewart's draft man, now being held in Middle River Regional Jail, uh, is Jonathan Raven, 46 years old. He's being held on a charge of abduction along with two charges of use of a firearm in the commission of a felony assault and battery. The investigation of Raven began October 31st when a boy, 17, and a girl, age unknown, notified a local mental health counselor of the allegations against the relative. The siblings then met with a sheriff investigator at Augusta Health in Fisherville. Both of them were visibly upset, investigator Caleb Spence wrote in an affidavit to the search warrant. The warrant stated that on October 30th, the 17-year-old boy was picked up by his sister at Riverheads High School in Greenville. The pair drove to Scotto's Italian Restaurant in and pizzeria in waynesboro oh shit now to get some pizza well raven had just finished a bottle of wine and at the bottle of wine no better time to put out a sword yeah got the red <laughs> sauce and want some of your red sauce at the <laughs> at the getting the man he demanded they drive to another scotto's restaurant and steward's draft where he drank a second bottle of wine and briefly passed out on on the table. Oh, so he drank the whole bottle of Gato Mare inside the restaurant while being he's a wino, Karen. While being helped to the car, Raven ah! reportedly became combative and was actively hallucinating and tried to step out in the traffic on US three forty. <gasps> on the way home, Raven reportedly became paranoid, afraid people were trying to get him. He scouted the area for enemies, according to the warrant. Once the two children and Raven reached an apartment in Stewart's draft, Raven brief, briefly passed out again. In the meantime, a friendly, family friend was called to the residence. Later that evening, Raven reportedly shoved the two children that loved him so much to come get him from the restaurant with his drunk ass. <laughs> when the girl suggested he take her brother to a local hotel, Raven went to his bedroom and allegedly returned with a loaded pump-action shotgun. Mr. Raven announced that if anybody goes to the door, he will shoot them. At 3 a.m., Raven went back to his bedroom and the family friend left the apartment. Soon after, Raven emerged from the bedroom with a long sword, threatening to cut off anyone's head if they ever brought a third party into the family situation again. He also held the sword on the boy after ordering the girl to pick up some items at a nearby convenience store. He was like, I'm going to kill your brother unless you come back with some funions, uh, Slurpee, uh, one of them honey buns. <laughs> And them hot dogs, you know, I like. Yeah. As Sunrise, as Sunrise approached, the boy asked to go to school and the sister requested that she be allowed to go to work. But Raven denied the request and said he was planning to go to Mexico with the children and figure out what to do there. Raven then reportedly made both of the children beg him not to kill one of their friends and later ordered the girl to get on her knees and made her beg to live. He also allegedly threatened to kill any police officers who became involved. Raven finally went to bed the next morning. The children notified their mother of the incident after being allowed out of the apartment. No injuries were reported. Authorities said Raven on, arrested Raven on Friday after searching Raven's apartment. The sheriff sees a shotgun, ammunition, and a sword. This is why someone gets drunk at a restaurant. You take them home. They have a sword there. You got to leave them at the house by themselves. You cannot, or you got to get that sword out of there. That's the only mm-hmm. way. Well, this is another Crazy. episode of, uh, the blackout tips i hope you guys enjoyed it 
um we'll be back tomorrow uh nine o'clock monday uh no guests as of yet um but uh you know make sure you go to tweaked audio make sure you go to um, uh to adam and eve Mm-hmm. Put the code TBGWT in and get your discounts and stuff, man. Uh, we'll talk to you guys, uh, tomorrow. So until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.